Hey guys, hey, how's it going? Welcome to the Pink Cloud Nine show. Yes, this is the third show of five shows today. <laughs> I'm a busy lady, as you can see, and uh, that's okay. That's okay. Um, gotta get stuff done, you know, while we can, because tomorrow is never promised, and today is a a, a gift, you know. So, a little promo to kind of get the viewers, first time viewers. Uh, adjusted to Pink Cloud 9 and also for the guests to have an idea of what to expect because I'm not your typical, you know, mainstream you know so here's the promo Awesome. Okay, great. Hey guys, today we have a really cool person, a really cool, awesome dude. His name is author Robert Jones. Hey, Robert. Hey, guys. Hey, peace. And he wrote the book, Tales of the Green, the Black Priest. Tell us, what is this about? No spoilers. I guess the best way to describe it is a combination of Mad Max meets Lovecraft. Basically, mm-hmm. you read the back of the book, the world's basically gone through a post-apocalyptic event called the Green, where basically, um, well, it's an eco-terrorist dream comes true. The whole world's covered in tall trees, plants. The world's come overrun by nature. Only small pockets of civilization support has survived. One of these pockets is called... Marquette. Marquette's a real city in Michigan. You should go visit. It's awesome. It's where I sent my book. Marquette built a ton of colonies, and protecting these colonies are these motorcycle riders called the Riders. I know the most interesting uh, thing I could come up with. <laughs> no, so that's anyway, a good riders, uh, These riders protect the roads, which are just helping rebuild civilization up there when suddenly this outsider comes out of nowhere he has this power called the boys and he starts converting people to his religion mm, gotcha, gotcha. so that's the basic premise yeah. like well it sounds like i love it it sounds like uh it's very intricate where did you get your inspiration is it like watching movies reading books uh you know I say three sources actually gave me inspiration from this one is Stephen King's The Dark Tower Universe. If you read that story, it's crazy. But, yeah, I got a lot of inspiration from that, along with Vampire Hunter D and A Song of the Bison Fire. I like fantasy stories, but I also like that change-up for the elves and dwarves to something else. So I was really inspired by that. I didn't want to go for the elf-dwarf trope, so instead I went for the more futuristic, crazy, post-apocalyptic version. I love it. I love it. Especially in this, like, era of the pandemic. I mean, I hate to bring it up, but it's true. I mean, it's like, you never know. That might be the direction that we're headed, right? The post-apocalyptic. You never know. I mean, it could be... Go ahead. Yeah, I get what you're saying. The pandemic's been terrible around the... It's 
well, fortunately and unfortunately in a way, it's kind of good for storytelling. Some of the stories I'm coming up with now that kind of revolve around the time of the pandemic. So in terms of life loss, in terms of people getting hurt or disenfranchised because of this, it's horrible. But in terms of writing, it's a new field for people to explore. A real-life pandemic happening and seeing how it affects people and how it changes. I agree with you. I'm in the same boat. My business started in 2020. You know, uh, I didn't have a business before. Uh, my online digital business started in 2020. And before that, I was a waitress and a retail worker, you know, busting my hump and, you know, <laughs> breaking my back. And now I'm like at home working, which yeah. is great. So I totally get yeah. you. Sorry. Sorry. No, you're fine. Go ahead. Well, what I was just going to say is, one advantage about the pandemic, depending on where you work, still get paid and get time to work at home. These are advantages that sometimes can work for people because, like I said, it's changed the world a lot, the pandemic, but it's also brings you closer together to people. Yeah. I do network a lot. It shows new ways of innovation and motivation to make money and do amazing things. Cool, cool. Awesome. Well, heck, we could talk about that, you know, just on another, you know, episode. But, yeah, totally. Let's get back to the book. How long... Yeah, let's get to that, but back to this thing. Yes, let's get back to Tales of the Green, the Black Priest. Okay. How long has this idea been percolating in your brain from the time to it got published? Well, honestly, it happened around the time I met my then-girlfriend, now-wife. Cool. What, I don't know how it happened. I was just writing stories, and I just wasn't coming up with anything. After I spent the whole Christmas with her, we were going to get married, I moved down to Texas for a little bit. Mm-hmm. I sit down, I'm reading a book, and just it popped my head, this idea of a motorcycle riding hero. Mm-hmm. So I started working with that. Cool. And it took off to Tales of the Green. I eventually built the first part of the story. It was fun and amazing. And then I realized something. I didn't have a villain idea. Yeah, yeah. That was the funniest part. It's like I had this great idea for the protagonist, but I had no idea for the antagonist. <laughs> this what is the length how many pages is it it's not a long book in fact it's pretty short it's only about oh yeah i'm looking at this it's just a little over 200 pages nice that's good I don't that's like for overly long stories like yeah a book about this thick except for under the dome but other than that sure. I, you can say a lot and you don't need it to be a 
500 page book exactly that is the sweet spot because uh, as I say all the time I'm ADHD and I'm dyslexic so for me a anything under 500 is cool anything over 500 is overwhelming and I'm reading like 20 books right now you know all at once so it takes me a while to get through them but um I'm glad that it's you know, it's like a a long book is like a long interview. Everybody starts dropping off in the first, you know, part of the <laughs> of the entertainment, you know, segment of, you know, people are 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 not hanging on to, not like they used to, I guess, with the reading long books or watching long interviews or you know. So we're good. We're good. We're in we're in the sweet spot. We're doing it. We're getting it together. Um, awesome. Uh, so, you told us uh, what what inspires you. What uh, Stephen King? I'm a huge Stephen King fan as well. I mean, his books are long. <laughs> his books are long. Yeah. Right? I get I get through through a few stories here and there, through a few pages, and then uh, I, I've watched all the movies. <laughs> I know, <laughs> but that's so much easier. I'm sorry, but okay. It one and two, Pet Cemetery, Christine. I, are you a fan of the movies too, or how do you feel about that? And it's okay if you're not. <laughs> uh, depends on the movie, I guess. Sure. I mean, can we all agree that what was it, Skinwalkers or Skinwalkers? I think it was that screenplay written by Stephen King that wasn't the best, but. It depends totally. on who made the movie, I guess. I mean, yeah. Stephen King's works are pretty hard to adapt, but honestly, if you have a good director and you know what he's going for, you got a great Stephen King movie out there. If you don't know what he's talking about, it's going to be bad. Yeah. And I think that's a curse with all books and writing. It's the adaptation. Mm-hmm. It's kind of what I'm afraid of with my stories. If I ever get a chance to adapt them, it's just, will they be my original idea or will it be something entirely different? Depends where the budget's coming from, right? Like, if it's your budget, it's your idea. But if it's somebody else's budget, it's their idea more enforced. Yeah, makes, probably. It, that's kind of how it One works. about writing is you don't have a budget. You just have a computer and <laughs> depends on how many you can print at once. I know, right? I know. Okay, so by the way, the link to this book is in the description. So y'all make sure you click link, click link, link click whatever uh author robert jones tale of the green the black priest i love that title um tell me about the inspiration for the title well honestly like i said the event that kind of pretty much destroys the world to make the new one in my story it was called the green and the black priest well that's just the main antagonist right now that's what you call him? A black priest. He's works for the main bad guy. Okay, cool. Because and also, it's like um, I've already got some of the sequels working out, like for title wise and even book wise. It's like I would try to go for like another word for black or dark. Like uh, yeah. the second Tales of the Green, I'm planning to get published. It's called Dark City. Mm. I'm probably gonna have to change it because of that movie called Dark City, but. I like it right now. Cool. And that's kind of the theme I go for, that kind of dark feeling in the title. 
gives you a little hope, but there isn't a lot there. <laughs> and that's exactly what I was going to tell you to please tell us about your upcoming book as well. You know, and um, you know, uh, I actually got another book coming out called Little Destiny. Okay, it's a uh, non spoilers. It's uh, about a baby found in a prison. Nobody gave birth to her. It's a woman's prison, but nobody gave birth to her. She's found in a locked prison trap chapel. So mm. that's going to be a fun read because, you know, people read into those sort of things. Right. And that's kind of, mm-hmm. Sorry. I revolved the, that idea around that story. I like that. I like that. So what genres are these books in at the, um, or, or at least the tale of the green, the black, priest what genre is that one under and then what genre will the next one be under i guess this one kind of is post-apocalyptic sci-fi okay. that's what my guys at the publication said but honestly i think it's more of a fantasy i'll be honest i'm dyslexic too so there's some spelling errors in here that i did miss while <laughs> editing this i apologize for that but there's a good story in there if you give it a chance Okay, so since you're a big sci-fi guy and you're a fantasy guy, I'm going to tell you, I have authored two books. Now, they're not great. I didn't get an editor. I used Grammarly. It's really poorly written. But it was 2020 at the beginning of it, uh, and I was like, I got nothing to do. I'm going to write a book. I'm going to be an author. It's going to happen. And then I wrote that one, and then I thought... This was actually kind of fun, so I did a second one. So I'm going to tell you what it's about. The first one is Robot Alien Girl. <laughs> Since you're like a sci-fi, you know, so it's a sci-fi story. Oh, go ahead. Okay, you just got my attention with the title there, I mean. <laughs> I know, I mean, it's only like, I think it's like, I don't know, 14 pages. I really couldn't get anything out other than that. I just had to be an author. I had to, they had to be on my bucket list. I had to get published, even if it was self-publishing, KPD, whatever, or KDP or whatever. You know what I'm talking about. But, um, and then I had so much fun with Robot Alien Girl that I ended up compiling 10 stories, like Werewolf, uh, Werewolf, Werewolf Girl, um, uh, Bounty Hunter Girl, uh, you know, all that stuff. I also got another vampire fire story in the works uh, called Dimmer. I'm also trying to get published. I actually got some people interested, so I've kind of got three projects going on at the same time, so it's pretty crazy. It's fun. It's fun. I love the whole, like, scene, and, and I'm more of a writer than a reader, but... I should be more of a reader than a writer, but again, with the dyslexia, it really is difficult. But uh, you know, I try as as hard as I can. I can but anyway, yeah, um, I, I got that problem too, dyslexic. And I'm writing these long books, and I go through them, and I'm like, I don't I miss that. But it's really fun to write and create mm-hmm. and make these stories. Exactly. Because one thing you're making your own world, and it's like, haha, I have the power to change things. And yeah. The other hand, it's just that amazing feeling of creating something that's your own and even if it's not the best written it's still yours yeah exactly I mean it's mine I did it and you know it's my baby it it is it is it is totally so cool thank you for uh, being here thank you for talking to us about Tales of the Green the Black Priest Uh, thank you totally thank you author Robert Jones 
Um, everybody, oh, tell us where to find the book as well. Yeah, and if you get a chance to look at Little Destiny when it comes out, let me know. I hope you enjoy that one too. Yeah, and so Amazon and anywhere else or just Amazon? No, no, no. Amazon, Barnes & Noble. Okay, okay, okay. Sites. You look on Google, you're going to find them. Okay, so remember, guys, you have to type in the name of the author and the title of the book together. Don't just do one without the other because there are very many variations of the same names and the same titles, so you got to put it together. Author Robert Jones with Tales of the Green, the Black Priest book. Make sure to pick it up today. Uh, thank you for being here. Yeah, I like that. That's cool. Um, appreciate you, and... Uh, Thank you. We'll keep in touch, um, you know, because uh, I'm going to send you links and all that stuff and wish you well. And just so everybody knows, like, I asked y'all guests to Facebook friend me so that we can stay in contact. Because what happens is if I see that you post your book in one of the Facebook groups, for example, or something like that, or on your timeline or in your business page and you're my friend I will be like five stars recommended read it you know I'm your cheerleader from now on you know what I'm saying so make sure that we're Facebook friends okay all right all right cool deal have a good day you too talk to you next time